helping you live well, stay well, while keeping pace with today's rapidly changing healthcare environment. That's Summit Medical Group. And now it's time for SMG Radio. Here's Melanie Cole. Often not discussed due to embarrassment, patients with fecal incontinence may experience a range of symptoms from mild difficulty to severe loss of control. My guest today is Dr. Kevin Holzman. He's at Summit Medical Group, board-certified colorectal surgeon. Welcome to the show, Dr. Holzman. So what is fecal incontinence? So fecal incontinence is actually um, really a broad diagnosis whereby people may actually have full incontinence where they have no ability to control or even to sense the fact that they'll have to have a bowel movement to things that are less major where there may be no control or decreased control of gas or passage of mucus and things of that nature. What are some of the causes of fecal incontinence? There's actually many, many causes. The most common causes actually would come from gynecological procedures from having had an episiotomy early on in life when giving birth, from having um, prior anal rectal operations, hemorrhoids, fistulas, things of that nature. People who have had radiation sometimes complain of having these symptoms. Even medications will sometimes cause these symptoms. And then more common diagnosis that people have would be things like um, diabetes or other things that will affect the nerves. What symptoms might we come up with? I mean, obviously, not able to control your bowels is one, but is there stomach pain that goes along with it? Will we experience constipation first? What what's, might send somebody to see you in the first place? Usually, I end up seeing people later on once they've already sort of noticed and have had these symptoms for some time. But really, um, there's no symptoms related to the rest of the abdomen. You won't necessarily feel more bloated or have constipation or diarrhea. But people tend to complain of having looser stools, um, which tend to be harder to control, um, and also just the inability to sense when it's time. Um, And then people complain of, I have 30 seconds to get to the bathroom, otherwise I'm going to lose control. It's those sorts of things, um, which are new, they're new symptoms. They become a new onset symptom, um, and that's usually when I see patients. So what treatments are available for people suffering from fecal incontinence? And as embarrassing as it is, this is something that you can treat, correct? Oh, it is. Um, There's a few older operations, uh, which... Many people don't perform anymore because many of them essentially don't really work. Um, But there have been a couple of new developments over the last few years which has sort of changed and I think revolutionized the treatment. One is something called the sacral nerve stimulator, which is easy to think about if anyone uh, has ever seen a patient that has a pacemaker for the heart. It's the same idea. We actually put a pacemaker in place uh, to the nerves that actually supply the rectum and the sphincter muscles. And the benefit of this operation is that there are significant positive results, but also we do it in two stages so that we can place a temporary pacemaker and we can then see how patients do with it over the course of uh, usually one to two weeks. So if a patient 
has it done and tells me that the results are really quite well, then we go ahead and implant the permanent pacemaker. So there's very little risk involved. And it's an outpatient procedure with uh, sedation, not general anesthesia. And there are also some injections that we can do also, which tend to help people um, with these uh, complaints. So what else is going on on the horizon for people with these problems? You know, we think of maybe something really radical like a colostomy or any of those kinds of things, but what's what's going on that's exciting that people will know is, you know, something to look forward to if they suffer from this? Well, really, it's it's what I had just mentioned, the sacral nerve stimulator. This is something that's actually been around uh, for many years and has been used by the urology community to treat urinary incontinence. Um, it didn't actually get uh, approved by the FDA in this country for fecal incontinence until 2011. Um, and since it has been approved, uh, more and more have been put in, and the results are pretty astounding. I think that there are is numbers 70 to 80% improvement in most patients. Um, so that's really the major breakthrough over the last number of years. There's also a product that is being worked on called Celesta, uh, which is an injection into the anal canal, also done with just sedation anesthesia, uh, which helps people more with urgency and some leakage, not really frank incontinence. So those are really the two major changes over the last number of years. Dr. Holzman, is there anything that people can do lifestyle-wise to help prevent this or lessen the severity of it? I don't know that there's much to do to prevent it, but there are some things uh, that can be done. For example, um, when someone needs to go out to, say, a social engagement or even just to go shopping or f- for food or whatever, you know, normal daily activities, something that can be done, which is a simple technique, is to take an enema prior to leaving the house. This will clean out the rectum and it will decrease the risk of having an accident while performing your normal daily activities. That and taking some anti-diarrhea medications, even if diarrhea is not one of the symptoms, will also slow down the bowels. What about dietary changes? Are there any that will make any difference in this? We'll always try a high-fiber diet uh, to bulk the stool. 20 to 30 grams of fiber a day, usually needed um, in a supplement form that's difficult to get with just our normal diet, things like Metamucil or Citrusel, those will sometimes help. Um, and that should be done you know, with the help of a physician because sometimes that will actually worsen symptoms. But many times the fiber, by bulking the stool, will help people have better control as well. And what's like life what is life like after they've had one of the procedures with you? Is it then, now that they have much better control, is it something that has to be redone or has to be looked at a few years down the line? Speak about recovery a little bit. Well, the recovery in the short term is very minimal, and patients have drastic improvements to their life because of the fact that they now are able to control and sense when they need to have a bowel movement. So even if the control is less uh, than perfect, they still have adequate time to make it to the bathroom because the sensation is also a, plays a big role in this uh, problem. Uh, there really isn't min- there's minimal to do in the long term. Um, there are sometimes some 
battery adjustments that we need to make. But there usually is almost no uh, follow-up long-term with regards to the device. Uh, with regards to the Celesta injection that I had mentioned, uh, this is something that could be performed multiple times so that a patient that has some improvement but seeks a little more improvement can actually have it done down the road as well. And Dr. Holzman, in the last couple of minutes that we have left, give patients your best advice for those suffering with fecal incontinence and tell them why they should come to Summit Medical Group for their colorectal care. Well, this is a problem that uh, has many more sufferers than we than we even have um, the specific data on. And the main reason for that is due to embarrassment. Over the last 15 or 20 years, there's been minimal ability to treat this problem. Um, but with the advent of these new techniques that I had mentioned, we really can uh, treat this and improve the quality of life uh, for patients who suffer with this. Um, and it's really something worth looking into, I feel, um, particularly because there's minimal risk involved. Uh, the surgeries are minor surgeries as far as surgery goes uh, with very little risk of complications. So I think it's worth um, looking into that. Thank you so much, Dr. Kevin Holzman. For more information, you can go to summitmedicalgroup.com. That's summitmedicalgroup.com. You're listening to SMG Radio. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.